What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is none other than the Nerd Dads, Zach Keenan. Hello, everybody. I'm back. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you thought Twice you got rid of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, have him on. Uh, we are blessed with his presence one more week. Uh, give us some some more nuggets of wisdom. I think I, I put that out as a tweet. Uh, I tweeted that out uh, last week about the episode. I was like, he's smarter than me. Come listen to the episode. I'm not smarter. <laughs> like, it's so much better when uh, yeah someone smart comes on and can... Um, that's not a diss against Whoa. JJ. Whoa, okay. okay that Shots wasn't against, fired. That, wasn't against, that was no diss against JJ. I was talking about even myself. Someone smart who knows how to talk about games, but me and JJ just blabber on and on about, you know... Who knows what, but oh, sorry, JJ did not mean that. <laughs> Rest in peace, JJ. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, how's how's your week been? It's been good. It's been busy. Yeah. Yeah. Two weekends in a row now. I've helped, uh, the last weekend I helped a friend of mine move. Okay. And then uh, Saturday I helped my parents move. Oh, dang. And we still got like two more weekends of moving for them. You need so. to start charging. <laughs> no, they've done they've done a lot for me. I don't okay, mind. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, you're just a moving business, right? Like Pretty much. <laughs> no, now it's been great. I get to hang out with my dad and just kind of chill and stuff. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw you on Instagram putting up like pictures of random things you guys were finding and stuff. Yep, yep. <laughs> Found um, an old picture of me, my sister, and my mom and dad, and we were like, like I think I must have been like two or three. <laughs> and then um, I found a whole box full of all the CDs and DVDs I burned when I was in high school. Oh, nice. So I had like, I had like Gundam episodes on there. I had so that much awesome. random techno and like, I'm like, what was um, I doing? Only the hits. All the movies that I made. I used to make a lot of movies in high school. Okay. So like uh, a lot of me and my friends goofing off on bikes. Yeah. That's awesome. Good, good times. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I... Had a very chill weekend, which I was so happy for because the last like, I don't know, three or four weekends has just been so crazy, so busy, like doing stuff all the time and also having like a pregnant wife. It's like, I don't know, helping her with doing stuff on the weekends. She's just like done spent after watching our son all week. Uh, so it's yeah. so nice to be like, we had a weekend where I just, you know, sat on the floor and played with Shep and we didn't have to go anywhere, didn't have to do anything. Um he was even able to finish Death Stranding. I so saw that. A round of applause for me. Way to go. Applause. It only took me, what, two months, two and a half months? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at the end, the timer said 50 hours, like, on the dot. 50 exactly? And that wasn't a rounding? I mean, 50-ish. Like okay. We don't it know. Was, we lost count after 100. <laughs> it was like 50 hours <laughs> in like five. I don't know. It was in that area. It was pretty close to 50 hours. And that's just like a good. few minutes. I was like, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. good round. Um. Yeah, I'll talk about later and what you plan, but I that game. Cool. I basically I I am 100% sure now. I'm glad I picked it for my game of the year. It's so good. Um but yeah, it was just a real restful weekend, which is so rare. It's so rare once you have have a kid and now have another one on the way. So, yeah, I'll say goodbye to your time. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's only going to get at least less. You have what? You have two kids? One, it was the second on the way. Okay, so when you have two kids, it's still not bad because you and your wife can kind of play man-to-man, man-to-man defense. Yeah. When you get three, me and my wife, we got to play zone defense. Okay. So we're like, okay, so I'm in the living room. I got two. You are in the kids' room reading a book with the with the third one. So I we got this covered. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, you know. Barely surviving. Or even arms. You know, you only got two arms. And then yeah. you get the third one, you're like, what do you do with the third one? 
this you know, hopefully the, time to a rope and then yeah. wrap that around your waist and just drag them behind you. Yeah, you just stuff all of them into the shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, that's I, good. I think we'll probably stop it too. I think we're pretty good with that. I, I've no. told my wife the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. We can only, there's only two of us. <laughs> why, why do that to ourselves? Just outnumber ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's just more work for us, mm-hmm. more, more you know, fear of losing a child <laughs> or something in a supermarket. <laughs> oh man. No. But, uh, yeah, cool. Well, uh, uh, just a couple little housekeeping things here. If you did not know, we have a Patreon. Uh, if you really love our podcast, uh, which I hope you guys do, uh, or you know whether you listen through audio or watch on YouTube, uh, go check us out at patreoncom supergamerboys. If you really love it, you can support us over there. Um, it's so very much appreciated. Uh, shout out to our Patreon sponsors this week: Bill Bird and Julie Bates. Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, you're killing it. And without your guys' support, as well as the rest of you who support us, um, we would not be able to uh, do the cool stuff we do. Um, yeah. And it's actually, it is, I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, man, like, and we're going to talk about the news a little bit more. It's like the spring's getting pretty quiet. And then I'm like, well, that's just giving us a chance to save up some of this Patreon money, save up some, you know, uh, cash to be able to splurge when we get this huge get one wave, big thing. wave of games coming yeah. <laughs> later in the year. Are so, you going to save up for the Xbox X series or PlayStation 5? Uh, probably the PlayStation 5, yeah. So I, I've i never bought a console like at launch. Um, oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah. Or I think it was a suit text. I don't know if it's on the show last week. But oh. yeah, we were, we were texting about it for a little bit. But I, uh, I've owned like everything. I've owned pretty much every console from like PS1 up. Like all the, all the, I've owned all the PlayStation consoles, owned all the Xbox consoles. Um one other than Xbox One, I guess. So then they've only had three. Wow, what sad, sad, sad console over there. Man, they've only had three so far. Bunch of babies. Yeah, first world um, problems. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, but I've never owned anything like at launch. It was always like a little bit later. Even the PlayStation 2, like I bought myself, I saved up, you know, how many hundreds of thousands of soda cans to buy the thing <laughs> and bottles and stuff like that. That's good. Um but, you know, it, it takes a long time to do that. So it was like you know, a year later or something like that. Uh, so I'm really excited to, I would say my Christmas money I got this year. I'm going to save birthday money. And I'm going to be ready there first in line on release day, getting my PlayStation 5, my first ever launch console. Probably just to be disappointed with the launch lineup, but I feel like just for the thrill of buying a new console, I got to do yeah. at least once in my life, you know? Yeah. I think that's what I was telling you. I was like, I want to do at least once. I know it's not going to be great, but it's I, not I that it disappointing. Shot. I mean, honestly... <laughs> Let's be real, right? I mean, tell the people that are like, oh, I got a new Xbox One X. I'm so sad. Like, are you really? Because I'm pretty sure you're still playing it. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> give me a break, man. I mean, there's going to be some pretty good games. There's not going to be a lot of great games. There's going to be a few games. I mean, we'll see. I, I get, but, like, so far, PlayStation hasn't really, they've only announced one game. And even that one was kind of like, eh, I'm not super excited about. If it's Xbox says Halo coming and, you know, the Senua's Sacrifice, uh, the Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah, two. the second one, yeah. Um, Which, have although, you played that? Although we don't know if it's uh, a flat launch title or not. It's just been it's announced as coming. But Yeah, I'm pretty sure the, both consoles, they're going to have, I mean, usually the consoles launch with like maybe like, it's like 10, 20 games-ish, maybe less than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was, remember when I, was, I got the GameCube mm-hmm. on launch? Yeah. Or like for Christmas, and my, uh, I was able to get like, got really lucky. It happened only once in my life. My parents got me all the launch titles for it. Oh, dang. Including Madden. 
<laughs> oh, nice, yeah. Good old Madden. And on, uh, on GameCube, yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Found out I am not good at Madden. Still not. I don't, I, am, think, I don't think anyone really is, but... No, you. Be, I have some... Like, all my friends are good at Madden. Okay. I have a lot of friends and family that are really good at Madden. That's like all my life I thought I was really good at Smash Brothers until I play against other people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I suck at this. Like, I'm really yeah. good at the store adventure mode, but against people, forget <laughs> it. I'm so bad at it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, something else popped in my head. I was going to mention about that, but it just slipped my mind, so... It was playing off of what you were just saying. So About a handful of games being launched and not yeah. being disappointed? Oh, yes. Uh, I think the biggest thing with PS5 is I'm at least excited it'll be backwards compatible. So it's like even yeah. if I get the PS5, I know at that point I can ditch the PS4 and still be able to play my PS4 games because there will still be tons of, you know, PS. They, they've ta- said before they plan on supporting that for a long time. Yeah. So it's like. I'm, we're good. Like I know we can, <laughs> I can at least play those. And who knows? Like my hope is that they'll add some sort of uh, ability to even like maybe spend like ten bucks to get like the PS5 upgraded version or something. You know that maybe adds like you know ray tracing to whatever game comes <laughs> that's out. That's gonna like, be awesome. Last of Us Part ray Two. Ray tracing like, on last, console. Last of Us Part Two or something like that. Like that's that's. They haven't confirmed that either, but that's yeah. like a hope. That's a hope, a dream of mine that you can like pay for an upgraded PS5 version of a PS4 game. Yeah. I think it'd be sweet. That'll be, well, that's what I was a smart move that they did back in from the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One mm. gen. I don't know if they did it for PlayStation, but I know that if you had bought like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. you were able to just like get like a free copy of like okay. Advanced Warfare for the. 360. Wow. Or P- PS4 is not backwards compatible. Or so. discounted or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fail there, PlayStation. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, that seems like such a given to be backwards compatible. You would you would think. I The main reason, they because they've come out and addressed it, and they're just like, the numbers aren't there. Like, people want it, but then people don't use it. So why put it in there? It's like, well, that, that's a good point, but when I do want it, I really want it. So it's especially like, on launch. Yeah. So it's like maybe I don't have it all the time or don't use it all the time, but when I need it, you know, I would really like it. Like when I want to play Metal Gear Solid Four, and I can only play it either if I buy a PS3 or yep. get PlayStation Now, their streaming yep. service. Funny <laughs> thing is, they're just repeating Xbox's mistake because that was their logic too. Mm. Like, yeah, they're like, well, you know, here's the deal. Because I mean, when the Xbox One launched, they're like, eh, it's not backwards compatible. People were like, what? Yeah, so right. not only are there no games, but I can't even play the games that I already own. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then PlayStation came out the uh, the next. Uh, <laughs> I think they were later on in the in the day or something. And like, this is how you share games. And like, yeah, the game that's to someone right. and X plays. They were just like slided on the entire <laughs> so the entire keynote speech was just like uh. slamming on Steve Maddox <laughs> <laughs> and all the stupid things he said. So good. And Steve Maddox didn't have a job much longer after that. <laughs> yeah. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Enter Phil Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Who's killing it, by the way. Dude, he's my favorite. Um, well, let's also shout out to HP Video Game Podcast Network. We're part of a sweet network with a bunch of awesome shows on there. Remember to go uh, check them out on Twitter or on uh, the Apple Podcast app. Um, and uh, heck, let's just throw this out here. Supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Um, it's been real quiet in there lately. I know. like we, we, You and I have thrown some stuff up in there, but um, yeah, not super, super busy in there, mm. but... We, we are, I mean, I'm always on there. As soon as anything pops in, I get a notification. So if you guys want to chit-chat, discuss what you 
um, like or don't like about what we say on the show or what we're doing on the show, or if you want to give your own gaming opinions, or we even have a what you plan or what you're watching uh, channel, you can come talk about what you're playing, what you're watching. We can have um, yeah, just cool discussions in there, or just talk about what you had for lunch that day. I don't care. Yeah. You can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> I'm super interested in what you had for lunch. Yeah. So come I love join lunch. it. That is supergamerboys.com/discord. Um, cool. Well, let's get into the nerdy nudes. Normally, JJ would have a little thing there. Oh, but that's fine. I'm not saying you have to come up the with that. The nerdy nudes. It's <laughs> pretty close to what he does, actually. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Sorry, um, that's about as good as I can get, JJ. <laughs> no one can ever fill those shoes. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm said just, that like three I'm just, times. I'm just gonna keep saying rest in peace, JJ, and see if I can convince people that maybe he's passed away. And then when he comes back, I'll be like, he's back from the dead. He lives. <laughs> um, okay, so this first kind of news block I titled the delay apocalypse. So it's apt. It's one of those things where a couple games got delayed. At first, it was like, okay, these two games, that's kind of a big deal. But everyone's like, oh, it's delay season. Like, it's not, like... It's not abnormal. It's not abnormal for that to happen, kind of, especially around this time of year. Like, it's whatever. But then it was like, okay, one more game, and then one more game, and then one more game. It's like, holy smokes, like, what's happening? I think I, I take, when we were messaging earlier, I was telling you, I was like, at first, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, game got delayed. And then after today, uh, this morning, I was like, what is happening? Video games are ending. It's the end. <laughs> <laughs> no um, more games. <laughs> so let's just do a quick rundown of some of these. Uh, so first and you foremost. You can skip the first one. I don't care. Uh, well, maybe people out there care. All right, fine. We'll do it for some, the people. Some people, some you people, people care. all you, you people out there might care. Okay. Uh, well, that's just hating here, but, uh, Square Enix delays Final Fantasy VII Remake and, uh, their Avengers game. Uh, pretty crazy <laughs> because they were both coming. So all of these games were coming in spring, Yeah. which is what I alluded to earlier when I said this spring, there's nothing happening. It's a, a ghost <laughs> town now. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII Remake is delayed from March 3rd to April 10th. So I guess it's still technically spring, but uh, yeah, delayed a month uh, while the upcoming Avengers game was bumped from May to September. Uh, that's a more now substantial that's a, that's a, that's bump. A big, that's a pretty big leap there. Yeah, that's a big delay. Uh, in a statement, Final Fantasy VII Remake producers y Yoshinori Katasi uh, said that game's delay was for extra polish, and the heads of Avengers development studio Crystal Dynamics said something similar. Uh, is a quote here. To that end, we will spend this additional development time focusing on fine-tuning and polishing the game to the high standards our fans expect and deserve. Uh, and then Jason Trier says here on Kotaku, delay season has begun. Please look forward to whatever delays are next. <laughs> little did he know. I think he said that as a joke. He said that as a joke. And little did he know that uh, not even, I think it was like the next day or something, maybe two days. We had two days of, you know, kind of recovering from that. And then Cyberpunk 2077 delayed until later this year. Oh boy. CD Projekt Reddit has announced a delay for Cyberpunk 2077, pushing the anticipated RPG back from its original April 16th release date to September 17th. Uh, the game, which is available for pre-order, is still scheduled to release for the Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Google Stadia. Um, 
yeah, this was this was a little heavier hit. Uh, not expecting that one. I mean, I heard some people saying like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. It's like, but did you though? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, I, I didn't see it coming, I guess. I, I, I thought they were pretty nailed down because it's, this game's been in development forever, I feel like. It's been like, what, six, seven years since we yeah. first saw like a trailer. Yeah. Um, well, how big of a studio is CD Projekt Red anyway? Because I don't really even know. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure. I mean... I mean, there's got to be like a bigger studio. That's what I imagine. I mean, they freaking made The Witcher 3, yeah. like all, the whole series. Like those are massive games. Um, and they did those in a de- pretty decent amount of time. Like between this, you know, Witcher 2 and 3, they came out pretty quick if I remember right. Yeah, but a lot of the assets were already made and they were able to, you know, I mean, like think about it, like yeah. 3 isn't that far of a departure in terms of looks than 2. Yeah. Um, let's see. Over 400 people. According wow. To That's pretty big. That's a lot of people. Dot Come. I don't know how uh, reliable that it's 100% source is. It's 100% accurate. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll um, see. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a pretty big, pretty big studio. Um, but I don't mind. I mean, honestly, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of delays, but I really don't mind. Yeah, no, that's that's the biggest thing with all these delays. It's like yeah. it just means they have more time to work on it. It's going to be yeah. better. It's better than putting out a game that's crap, not good. Yeah. Um, but man, was that a bummer to hear that. And oh, who was it? There's someone else. Uh, Devolver Studios had tweeted out like, I don't know, a month or so back saying, uh, I think it was like a tweet they had like, if this tweet doesn't get so many likes or retweets, we're going to cancel games or something like that. <laughs> and that, and they, at the bottom, they even put even Cyberpunk 2077, don't tempt us or something like that. And then it, it, didn't, it didn't get enough likes. And then when that happened, they're like, we weren't messing around. Like, I want to see you. that tweet. Like, it, I, I paraphrase a little bit, but it was so good. Like I was like, oh man, that is too stinking That's good. hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll have to show that to you later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, Man, they weren't kidding around. But so there's some there's some levels here to the cyberpunk delay because yes, it got delayed coming out. What's that? April, May, June, July, August. Like five months later, it's quite a while we have to wait. Um, it's super close to those next gen releases. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, maybe that means they're just getting ready to they'll just release everything PS4, Xbox One alongside the PS5 and like Xbox Series X edition of it or something like that. Um, that makes sense, right? Like yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? Like you would, you know, want to uh, capitalize. But that's not what happened, yeah, was it? You want to capitalize on these new consoles that are coming out with <laughs> around that time. But no, we get this uh, article from GameSpot here. Uh, no current plans for PS5, Xbox Series X versions of Cyberpunk 2077, says CD Projekt Red. Hmm. Um, doesn't mean an X-Gen ports won't be made. They're just not being planned right now. Um, and how hard is it to port a game, I wonder? Uh, it must be pretty hard if at this point they're not even bothering planning it. Like yeah. that's like if it was easy, I feel like they'd at least have in the planning stages. So then when they're done with the current gen, they can just... They, they can right away start working on it, but if they're on if some it's, new, uh... if it's not even in their mind, like obviously it's harder than a lot of us think. Because yeah. obviously it's easy to be like, oh, just hit, go to the game, hit export, and change it to PlayStation Five yeah. or something. And, you know. <laughs> export as dot PS Five, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like it's as easy as one, two, three. Uh, obviously not the case, but yeah, I just thought that was so bizarre when I saw that because um, it almost seems like. It just seems so ridiculous for this to come out in September and potentially a month and a half, two months later, 
the new consoles come out in November. That's a weird release window. I mean, think about it though. Even if you did get the game in March, I know for me, I'm still not going to be able to finish it until next year anyway because I've got a backlog of games already. Mm -hmm. Even if I did get my new Xbox, which I probably won't get on day one just because I've been there, done that. And like, I don't know, like, I think they're taking a risk that may or may not pay off Mm. in the sense that they are releasing it at the peak of the holiday season. So you are going to get all those people that are like, yes, awesome, it's new game time. So your sales might not be affected on day one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just the longevity of people playing it might be affected after the holidays if it gets... Because, I mean, the Series X, they haven't haven't dropped the release dates for those. Right, yeah. They'll probably drop, like, around Black Friday. Yeah, you'd think at least, like, a week or so before it, at least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with... uh, I mean, as long as all those consoles have backwards compatibility, it's not like people won't be able to play it. That's Unless not the issue. Unless you're on PlayStation, which you can't. Oh, PS5 has backwards compatibility. That's not I get to. That's 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 been uh, confirmed somewhere. Yes, that has been confirmed. At least with PS4. Okay. <laughs> Don't believe me. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, make a note of that. Uh, <laughs> PS5 backwards, and I'll uh, we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, right there. I just typed in. Uh, Cerny has also confirmed PS5 will be backwards compatible with PS4 games as the two consoles are built upon similar internal architectures. So there you go. Well, way to go. Um, so you're not Smart losing moves. losing stuff on that in that aspect. Well, like, they're fine. But the biggest thing is like you have these big, meaty new consoles. You want to be able to play in like the best graphics possible that those consoles are capable of outputting and the best sound and the you know ray tracing we were talking about earlier. Um, I'm too late for that. It's like that's the type of stuff now. I might beat the game before those ad- versions even come out, and it's like, okay, I beat the game. Am I actually going to go back to the game to see how beautiful it looks? Maybe like, because think about it, because like especially Cyberpunk, that game is going to be so huge. Yeah, it, it's going to be huge. <laughs> Your first be, playthrough of that, you're not going to get everything. Isn't it supposed to be? I feel like I heard somewhere it's supposed to be like the same size as Witcher Three map, or even slightly bigger. It's just like in a more compact area. Like oh, I don't know. I, that's I think that's what I've heard. Like it's actually like smaller, you know, in a flat sense. Like the map is, uh, I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but it's just more just vertical. It's vertical, yeah. like with the, the huh, layers, that'd be and cool. floors, floors, and stuff like that. Makes that. sense. Which is insane to think like that's a huge city. If it's yeah, the same, build the world up instead of if out. it's the same area as Witcher Three, but in like a like one city. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, holy crap, that's huge. But yeah, I mean, so I don't think it's gonna hurt its sales at all i don't think that that's yeah i don't especially if both consoles are backwards compatible yeah as you're saying yeah then uh, we should be okay right uh another thing with the cyberpunk news which is kind of a bummer and this is cyber uh cd project reds only people have come out and talked about this but i imagine this would affect some of these other delays as well but uh cd project red added uh oh confirmed that cyberpunk cyberpunk 2070 team Wow, I cannot talk. Cyberpunk 2077 team will work longer hours despite the additional time this this period. Known in the industry as crunch remains one of the core issues. And this is a weird sentence. Basically, they're going to be crunching. They're going to be working crazy hours and overtime like the next few months because everyone's like, oh, good. They're getting a delay. That just means it's going to help them get the game done on you know a more balanced time frame and 
they came right out and said like, no, actually we're going to be crunching and like working crazy hours for the next few months. Um, which this is a huge that's, issue in the industry. Like it's been, they've gotten in trouble before about the Witcher three and everything. And like how bad the crunch was at that point. Uh, there's huge exposés that came out. They were, came out and were like, put, gave statements saying, well, you know, we're not going to do it again, all this stuff. And then here they are <laughs> like, sorry for in order to finish cyberpunk, not only are we delaying it, but we're going to kill our workers now. Well, like it's such a bummer. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's kind of one of that's Honestly, that's the hazard. One of the hazards of the job. I mean, because yeah. video game developers especially have very high turnover because when a studio gets started on a game, you have all these people working on the game. And then when you're done working on the game, only some of you stay to work on the DLC while the rest of you get let go. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, it sucks that they're going to have to have time, take, take that time away from their families, but they're not the only studio that does this. No, yeah, and that's the so, thing, and that's I'm what I was saying. What in, saying. In, uh, in the grand scheme of things, like I imagine all these studios are going to be like, I guarantee you Square Enix is doing it, I yeah. guarantee you some of these other delays that are happening, they'll do it. But I don't know, it's just... It's just a bummer. Like I obviously I don't know any a fix for it, but because there's such horrible repercussions to crunch. Like some people come on the other side, they're okay. Like they just lose some sleep and maybe get <laughs> get sick a couple times in there because they're just overworking themselves. But people come out and like yeah, they like you know their wife will leave them and with their kids and stuff, or they get horrible illnesses, not just like a cold. Like they'll come out and be like from stress induced illnesses and stuff, or you know having to go see like a. Uh, therapist after this because it's just like they're so messed up mentally like there's some horrible repercussions from crunch um so it's just a bummer when we know for a fact that they're going to be exposing their employees to that it's like man there needs to be a better way like obviously no one's figured it out or else they'd be doing it but yeah i mean you you know as a game developer going in that these are the hazards of the job yeah. just like you know deep sea fishermen know that you could probably just die your boat could capsize or you get eaten by a whale you know, yeah, happens all the time. Oh, good call. All the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Fishermen are eaten by whales. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at my boy Jonah. You know, <laughs> he came out okay. Yeah, he survived it. No big deal. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Like, it's not like people don't know that going into it, but it yeah, sucks. It's this kind of. But it's the world we live in. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy stuff. I I, I, I don't guess, mean I to guess, sound heartless. I, I sound yeah, really heartless. Yeah. But. <laughs> I guess I was more surprised that they just straight up came out and were just like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Like they didn't even try to hide it. Like a lot of companies want to hide it. They're just like, well, and they do until they get in trouble yeah. or until they get called out, basically. Yeah. And Which is Patrick Red is just like, no, this is what we're doing. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, let's get into yeah, these sure. last two delays here. Uh, so Marvel's Iron Man VR was delayed. So this was, um, let me find, I have so many tabs open right now. Uh, it was delayed. It was really supposed to come out February 28th. So just next month, about a month away. Now it's coming out May 15th, 2020. So it's still coming still out. Still not bad. That's like late spring, uh, almost a summer there. But, uh, Camouflage, which is a developer who is working on it, um, tweeted in order to deliver on our vision and meet the high expectations of our amazing community we've made the difficult decision to move marvel's iron man vr to a may 15th 2020 release mm. we truly appreciate your patience and understanding you'll be hearing from us again soon which is totally fine yeah uh that's that's great that's awesome um again and that's what kind of everyone's had the same gist like everyone's working on it because they want to bring the best game possible there's a lot riding on this <laughs> vr 
game. Yeah, especially like this is it's being published by PlayStation, I believe. Like yeah. this is PlayStation first party. So this is kind of a big deal. It's like you don't want it to come out and be garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so VR walks this really thin line where your game is either really, really good or it's really, really terrible. Like mm-hmm. I haven't played a VR game where I've been like Oh, you know, that was kind of middle of the road. It's either a yeah. full-on immersive experience or it isn't. And there's such... Garbage. Yeah, there's <laughs> such a... If you don't... Yeah, so like for them to kind of be like, yep, no, we'll just pump the brakes a little bit and uh, make sure we get it right. Because mm. especially if this game, Iron Man, if it does do really well, like if it is like on the money, it's going to be one of the top-selling VR games ever. Yeah, like from what I've heard from people who've actually been able to demo it and play it, like if you feel like Iron Man, like I, I forget where it was, if it's like uh gdc or maybe like e3 or something but they had a, a demo set up and yeah like you feel like iron man you're putting your hands down and hitting the buttons to like rocket through the air and steer and it's like detecting everything and man like that just sounds so stinking cool i hope like, it to comes be, to oculus to be, i just want to play iron man like uh so i i hope they can you know hunker down get it done don't work too hard no crunch you know no no need to work overtime <laughs> but but make it make it good because yeah, like you said, like it's a fine line, and if they can nail it, like the more and more they can solidify PlayStation VR, I'm excited of what that means for the future. Of basically, okay, if they can nail some of these games and really make a name for themselves, like PlayStation will be more apt to come out with the VR two, which hopefully would be wireless or something. Like, there's so many like quality of life changes that could be done to PlayStation VR that I hope they eventually do, as long yeah. as VR continues to thrive. Yeah. PS, I'm interested to see what happens with the PS5 VR because mm-hmm. I don't like the Move controllers. Yeah, that too. It's pretty garbage. <laughs> and if they can actually just use like, like even like the Oculus Touch controllers are really nice. Mm-hmm. I haven't played the Vive controllers, but like if they could just mimic something like those Touch controllers on PlayStation VR, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, at this point, they're, the only announcement for VR is just that the old VR will be compatible with PS5, but I don't know. I I really hope they eventually announce whatever PSVR two or whatever it is. Um, although I'm sure it won't be anytime soon because they don't want to cannibalize any sort of you know yeah. news going towards a PlayStation five. Like as soon as you start throwing PSVR two and PS five, all these numbers and new consoles come out, <laughs> you're gonna start what? start start confusing <laughs> all, all the grandparents out there buying stuff for their for their grandkids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got you a PSVR. That's what you wanted. <laughs> like, no, I can't even play this thing. I don't have a PS5. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, another game delayed just this morning as a recording uh, on the 20th. Dying Light 2 delayed indefinitely. Um, that makes me so sad. That definitely makes it sound like it's never coming out. Yeah, this one doesn't even... It's probably just going to come out like next year. Get a, Yeah, most likely it's coming out I imagine next year, because from what I've heard, like there's pretty substantial demos out there. Like at E3, people have seen a lot of gameplay. Yeah. Um, but from Polygon uh, over here, Dying Light 2 Techlands follow-up to its open-world zombie action game from 2015 has been pushed back. The Polish publisher announced on Monday that the sequel will not make it its originally scheduled release window of spring 2020. So it didn't even have a solid release date, right? It yeah. was a spring 2020. Uh, but now it says we are aiming, or we were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately, we need more development time to fulfill our vision. Uh, Techland CEO, Paul Marchuka, I believe that it says. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> last name. Uh, a note posted to the franchise's Twitter account. He added, our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the expectations of you, our fans. 
Uh, so there's no new time frame. Uh, it just says uh, we have more details to share in the coming months. It's currently in development for PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. So, man, yeah, you, that's that's a bummer one. Uh, did you play the first one? So, yeah, here's a confession time. Uh, I played a demo. There was demos. I think there's a demo on PS5 that you can play. I played a demo over and over again. You played a demo on PS5? Or 4, sorry. I was going to say, PS4. I was like, what? I have a PS5. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell PlayStation I slipped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, th- I think it's on PS4. Well, yeah, it was 2015 yeah. games. So it was like PS4. one of the launch games. But yeah, I, I played a demo and I really enjoyed the demo. Played a ton of it. It was one of those things where like I actually played the demo like a, a couple times over, which sounds stupid. Like I should just buy the game. Um, <laughs> I sound like I'm like a poor like high school student or something. These like or middle school. I had to ask my parents to buy <laughs> you have, the like, game a little, for like, me. PlayStation disc with all the demos on right, it. That's yeah, all you have. <laughs> like a little Pizza Hut demo disc. That's all I was stuck with the Pizza Hut demo, and that's all I got. It's got to play Ape Escape <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> the same two missions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, same twisted metal mission. But, anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I, I I love the demo. I love what I played, and I think JJ's played it. And he really enjoyed it, but I just never pulled the trigger on picking it up. I don't know. It's don't a good know game. Why. It was just one of those things it's where game. it's one of those things where it was easy with my backlog. Just kind of forget that one. Like there's so much other games I felt like that ranked higher. As it's like oh, I'll play it eventually, 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 and now it's like now the second one's eventually coming out soon and it's yeah. like oh man maybe i should play that <laughs> um, yeah but yeah no, you, you, should... you like it though i liked it a lot okay um i like the multiplayer in it oh i did not realize the multiplayer that's cool yeah so i know you have it on playstation which is a bummer because if you had on xbox we could jump in each other's worlds yeah. and then like we can fight zombies and parkour all the way around okay but that was the funniest thing about it for me was like the parkour. Yeah, that's, it was that's what I remember super well done. Like doing the tutorial, I'm like, this is pretty cool. You can just go anywhere pretty much, like yeah. <laughs> climbing all over things. Until nighttime, in which case I just wait. <laughs> I never yeah. go out at night. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, did you run in like the big monsters? That, did you? Does the demo show you the nighttime monsters? I think it did. I could be completely wrong. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe I actually played a copy. Maybe I borrowed it from a friend, but I'm pretty sure it was a demo. Yeah, and I, re- I do remember the nighttime uh, and there being... I just remember being crept on the zombies. I don't remember any like big monsters or anything There's like that, like, but I remember like whatever section, whatever vertical slice I give you is just, just like, put it this way. insane zombies. It's called dying light for a reason mm-hmm. because as soon as the light dies, you, you, die, you die because <laughs> these huge, massive, like super scary zombies come out. Like they can't come out during the night, during the daytime because mm-hmm. of the sun. So, or any light. So you have to. Try to outrun and emphasis on try because they are really, really fast. So when you hear them and they're like screaming like, oh, at you, no. like, get to the light, get to the light. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrifying. This this second one sounded cool too because from what I heard from like E3, <coughs> excuse me, uh, behind closed doors stuff was that uh, they're adding like this huge system where decisions you make like completely alter the game. Like, I don't know if you you heard any of this stuff, but Mm-mm. basically... Oh, yes. Yes, like I did. There's like the, the main mission I keep hearing about is like they would talk about this mission where you can choose to like work with these different factions. One faction wants you to turn the water on, like to like and have water and survive. The other one says, no, don't turn it on. I forget what their reasoning was. Like, we no, need to control the water. Yeah, we don't want you to turn it on. Like, yeah, we, we want control. And depending on what you chose like completely altered, like if you turned it on, 
uh, I think what happened, it would actually like completely flood like that area where the, the other group lived or something like that. <laughs> and so, so like it would just wreck their homes and like they would all die or they'd all disappear. They'd all, they'd all come at you and kind of hunt you down. <laughs> they, would, they would all leave and like you would never have to, you'd never be able to interact with them again because that whole section of the map is like gone and flooded now. Huh. And then you're like, you're all buddy, buddy with this group or like vice versa. If you don't turn it on, well, you're all buddy, buddy with them and you get actually kind of like free access to some of the water and stuff like that. But then this other group like doesn't like you, but there's They'd like, there, there's, there's perks, there's perks to like either side to like, Oh man, I, if I don't turn on the water and, you know, keep it for these people, then like they're willing to give you like certain upgrades and stuff that could be beneficial. And That'd I don't know, cool. it's just cool stuff like that where, Oh, we could play completely different games. Like I could completely wipe out this <laughs> town with my flooding this area or something and uh, never have to even talk with them, deal with them. And for you, like you might've, you know, gone to the dark side and kept, mean, kept the water from the good people. I can't do that. <laughs> I have tried to play games, especially like Mass Effect, mm -hmm. where you, you play I, it bad. Play it as like Renegade. Right, right, right. I can never commit. I can't do it all the way. Yeah, I I do the same thing. I've never been able to do like Fallout or yeah. anything like that. Like, like I don't want to be mean. bad. Like, no, I can't do it. I get like I'm a nice two guy. hours in and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like apologizing. Do the right thing. <laughs> like I'm okay. I'll come back. I even tried being bad in like Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to shoot you, man. Just get out of here. <laughs> Just go. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Oh man. Uh, so we are done with the delay apocalypse. I'm glad we all survived that. Well, that, was, uh, that was rough. Yeah, it was rough, but man, we no one turns. There's no yeah. no 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 zombies here yet. I'm like the. We'll see. We'll see what other games get bit on the way. You you're know? like you're like the Daryl of the delay apocalypse. I like that. Without without Daryl, I wouldn't be here. I Thanks, like Daryl. I like that. You got me you're through. welcome. Anything, <laughs> anything for you guys. Uh, so this story we kind of t actually touched on last week a little bit, um, but I just want to read some of these statements, like officially from Sony, and then E3 kind of had a response. Uh, so PlayStation will not be at E3 2020. Uh, this comes from GameIndustry.biz. This article that I found. Um, PlayStation will miss E3 for a second year in a row. Uh, the firm told GameIndustry.biz that it does not feel the vision of it does not feel the vision for the event is right for what uh, for what it has planned for this year. Instead, it will attend hundreds of consumer events to showcase upcoming games for PS4 and PS5. That's so politically well put. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does not share the I vision. Mean, <laughs> they, I mean, they, they, they have good PR people, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, after thorough evaluation, SIE has decided not to participate at E3 2020. We have a great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we have focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is on making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles coming to PlayStation 4. And with the upcoming launch of PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration with our fans. That's interesting. A hundred, hundreds of events. Yeah, that's what really stood out to me. I wanted to kind of talk about that. because I mean, there's at, like, what, five major at, events? Yeah, because at this point, there's like, is it Gamescom in uh, like Germany. Germany? There's Tokyo Game Show. Tokyo. In Tokyo. <laughs> Got that one. Uh, are they going to start? Because, I mean... They're usually not at PAX, really. Like, some, the developers will be, but is Sony going to start showing up at PAX? Maybe. So, uh, right there is like PAX E. Well, PAX East is already happening or happened this last weekend. I don't think they were there. So, let's just say they come to, or sorry, PAX South is happening right now. So, maybe they show up at PAX East, 
Maybe they show up at PAX West. There's four events. Where's the other 96 <laughs> events? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if they're going to do... Are they going to pull out their tr- their big truck and drive around the country again? Maybe. Do like PlayStation experiences or are they pull I mean, up in a parking lot and let people that's come? That's what Nintendo did back in the day with... Yeah. Or uh, not I mean, Nintendo, but Sega. Yeah. I mean, Sony used to do it too. Like they had they have a truck. They've done yeah. it before. Like maybe they're going to dust it off. That's walk, a good idea. Buff it out. If just, I was Sony, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drive around, especially... Um, well, no. I was going to say, like, that'd be sweet, like, show up. Maybe let people see the PS5. I don't know. Like, I don't think they'd have it playing Oh, they'd have it playing. They'd have it playing. You think they'd let people play PS5 or Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't I mean, know. think about it. Who's going to, first of all, who's going to show up just to see the PlayStation 5? I would show I can up. Go to, online. I would show up to take a I picture of the PS5. I can go online and look up pictures. <laughs> I drive of... to San Francisco <laughs> just to see the oh PS5. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and bow, be... <laughs> bow down to the altar <laughs> like, of Sony. Oh. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <All> hail Herman <laughs> Holst. <laughs> this got really weird. <laughs> it legit, it legit is a shrine. He was, I thought he was kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's my Kojima shrine back there. As soon as I get Death Stranding merch, that's going up there too no don't <laughs> we gotta we're gonna have a talk after the show uh, but honestly though at the end of the day okay i can totally see them bringing the playstation 5 going on tour around the country hitting up like all the major cities and being like hey you know everybody get in line you get you know 15 minutes of yeah. game time to check out um what's that god's game uh dude, nobody knows there's no way to find out either uh yeah whatever that game is i don't know one of their launch titles god, you know what god, I mean? like whatever it is god i want to say god smack that's not it that's not it god eater no no god god something doggone it that's what it is <laughs> um god fall there, there it go. is there god fall. so it's kind of like almost like god smack <laughs> i typed in playstation ps5 games in google Godfall comes out. Elder Scrolls Six comes out, which we don't know that for sure. That's not for sure. Sniper Elite um, Three. And the third game that the third game that pops up so. is PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. <laughs> yes, bring back PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. That was their version of Smash Brothers. Yeah, I know what <laughs> version it is. So good, <laughs> so much better than Smash Brothers on the PS3. And it was a sad day when they took that off the PS4. You know, I'm 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 happy you enjoyed it. <laughs> Is not better than Smash uh, Brothers. It was pretty dang good. It's good. It's not better than Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Um, was that? But yeah, what a. I was right. You were right. You're right. right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, <clears throat> let's see, with events though, like yeah, I wonder if they're counting. Like yeah, if they pull the truck out, obviously they can get like I don't know, 60, 50, 60 events across the country, like over a summer or something. Um, are they counting like? Because remember, for PSVR, they had demos set up across the country at Best Buys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna are they gonna count those as quote unquote Probably. events where they have like the PS5 set up and like hundreds of events. It's it's, P, it's PR but, speak. You know what yeah. I mean? Like hundreds of could be anything anywhere anytime. Right. You know? So who knows? Yeah. But we'll see. The, moral of the story is they will not be at E3. Yeah, they're not gonna be at E3. Uh which uh the ESA uh responded to the news here. Uh ESA spokesperson said E three is a signature event Celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitors, spaces, uh, activations, programming that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike. Exhibitor interest in our new activations 
is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide. So ESA basically said. So they didn't really address it at all. They're just like, hey, we're doing E3. This is what it's about. Yeah, (laughs) we got space. It's a big advertisement. Please come give us money. (laughs) It was a big advertisement. Like, hey, we have all these cool people. You should be a cool person too. Come join our team. (laughs) Come show up July 2020 or June. Is it June? I forget. It's uh, usually in May. No. Is not me. Google it. No. Google way. 2019. I'm. I bet it's, my bottom dollar. It's June. It's definitely June. That is if, May. if you think it's May, it's, it must be June then. E3 date. June 11th to 13th. Wrong again. We're just going back and forth. You were right about Smash Brothers. I'm. Uh, I'm right about E3. Yeah, mine's an opinion. You can't be right about an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, it tends to be. It's the always same, in June. Same Why did I think it was always in May? I don't know. You're jumping the gun there. I uh, failed. I got to turn in my gamer card. Yeah. Well, I guess this is the last time we, we hear Zetch on Sorry, the podcast. Guys. Rest it's in been peace, real. Zetch. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Nothing more to add to that other than who knows what PlayStation is going to do. My hope. They'll probably set up a booth across is the that, street. <laughs> yeah. <pretty laughs> That's much. what's going to happen. My, my hope is that they bring back PSX because PSX, they did it like two years, I believe. Yeah. And the first year, I don't think I was living in California, so it wasn't even a thing. I was like, no way, I'm flying out for that. The second year, I was living in California, and the only reason I didn't go, because it's like, it's not that much to go. It's really, it was really inexpensive. I was like, I don't have any friends who would go with me, like drive down to Anaheim and go to PSX. And then the next year, I'm like, I'm going to do it. No matter what, I'm going to drive down there. Canceled. And then they didn't do it. I'm like, no, why? <laughs> I should have gone. It's literally like, this is you know talk about worshiping sony like it's like it's like <laughs> it's the, the pilgrimage to, <laughs> pilgrimage to mecca there man uh, i can't do it <clears throat> maybe this year maybe this is the year <laughs> pilgrimage canceled <laughs> <laughs> man uh yeah. next news story here let's uh move on real quick this should be a short one uh yeah this is a short this is just announcing super smash brothers ultimate's next fighter uh the last fighter in this uh season one fighter pack is Fire Emblem's Byleth, uh, which was the character from... Sounds like something you'd throw up. Yeah. Byleth. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of gross sounding. <laughs> uh, comes from the... Uh, I thought it would say here. Oh, Three Houses. There it is. Fire Emblem Three Houses. That was a game that came out just this last summer. I've almost... I've come this close that, to buying it so I know times. everyone like raved about it, how amazing it I was. I love Fire Emblem. And I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Like They were just always too intimidating to me. I'm like, they're hard, know, but like, they're I, so good. And I heard this one's pretty amazing. So I'm not excited about this character. Like, I feel like there's already too many. There's like a gajillion Fire Emblem characters. Too many uh, Fire I I saw a meme somewhere where it's like uh, Ultimate, instead of uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, I think it said Super Fire Emblem Ultimate (laughs) and and in Nintendo All-Stars as well or something (laughs) like that. Super Fire Emblem. There's so many characters. So many Fire Emblem. Which is a bummer because they've got a lot of characters to choose from in Nintendo. Yeah. Although, you you know what I wish... I wish they would start pulling in like Golden Sun characters. You ever play Golden Sun? I have not. Oh man, Golden Sun on the Game Boy Advance that dominated yeah. my probably my more than my summer. Dang. I I played that probably like for a full year, one and two. Oh, crazy! It was like forty hours for the first game, and when I was done with that. The second one like came out, and it was like sixty hours for the second game. Okay, so I was like, man, yeah, that's crazy. But super cool characters. Like they <laughs> each have like these elemental abilities. So getting some of them in there would be super awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. It sounds cool anyways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so, and then they also announced that 
the next uh, season two pass. Uh, this one only had five characters. The next one will actually have six characters, so we'll get one extra character. Um, and but I think uh, they will all be back. The date they gave was like I don't know December of 2021 or something. So like over the course of the next two years, we're going to get six characters. So they're really stretching this out. <laughs> they're taking their sweet old time with that. Well, you know they did say this was going to be the. Didn't they say this would be the last Smash Brothers? Yeah, but I feel like Sakurai says that. He said that a couple times, like, oh, this is probably going to be my last one. This is probably going to be my last one. I'm going to be retiring soon. And the next thing you know, he makes, like, another, one. He makes another one. And he's like made this one. This one seems like it'd be impossible to top. Like the only way they could make another one, because I can't imagine getting the licenses for all these characters. Like it must be a pain. So <laughs> to make a sequel to this with all of these characters plus more, yeah, I don't see that happening. I would imagine if Unless anything- they baked it into the current license agreement. Maybe. We get licenses to this one and future games. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It just sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I, I would be fine, though, if this is it. And then from here on out, they just kind of like just port it or something like that. Just keep updating the graphics. Maybe if, if maybe they bake that into the agreements where yeah. it's just the same reader iterating the same game and just updating graphics for new consoles. Because, I mean, there's so many freaking characters. In yeah, this. how do you even choose? Um, So, yeah, that's uh, the new character that you can look forward to the end of this month. Uh, I think it was the 28th or something like that. <clears throat> not important because you know no one's really that excited for buy this right <laughs> I'm gonna get so many hate tweets <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, and then from Byleth looking at the time here let's do these ones real quick okay real fast I'll, I won't talk Google promises more than 10 Stadia timed exclusive by July 2020 Badoons. That was a funny joke, huh? <laughs> That's the headline uh, over on Hero Gamer. Google has promised more than 10 Stadia timed exclusives will be released by July 2020, but it failed to name the games. I like that the article <laughs> says that. Uh, so more than, more than 120 games are due to hit Google streaming service in 2020, Google promised. Man, this is like all these like kind of like <laughs> like uh, backhanded kind of statements here a little bit. Oh, they're very front-handed. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, it's, it's not really trying to hide it at all, I guess. Uh, looking at our upcoming lineup, we are tracking more than 120 games coming to Stadia in 2020 and are targeting more than 10 games on the first half of this year alone that will be only available on Stadia when they launch. Uh, said a note to the, Google said in a note to the press today. Um, so, yeah. Basically, the only thing I really want to talk about is Google Stadia really sucks, huh? Like, it kind of came out and was a dud, and they haven't really been too forward about fixing some of those things, I feel like. This is classic. Like, starting in 2020, it was supposed to be open to the public. It was only supposed to be two months of, like, two or three months of exclusivity to the founders people, and then it was supposed to be free in 2020. And here we are, almost the end of January, <laughs> still nothing about it going free to everyone. You know... They are in transition. They're losing their CEOs. Oh, are they? Yeah, both of them are, okay. are their founders. I think are stepping down. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, Google Stadia is ex everything I thought it would be. <laughs> it's garbage. It's a mess. I know, la this time Stay last year, lane, Google. <laughs> this, this year, this time last year, JJ and I were so stoked. Like we we're just like, this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. We'll never have to whatever buy another game again, like or buy another console again. We'll just use our computers. And then as it got closer, it was one of those things you're like, you can read it in the tea leaves. You're just like, yeah, okay, this isn't yeah. anything like what they're going to say. Like they're promising way too much. <laughs> and yeah. sure enough, like three days before it came out, they backpedaled so hard. Like people to the point where people are it was like, nope. a little, when like, I think like <clears throat> three of the games that were on launch were like 
Weren't they just like Tomb Raider games or something? Three of them, yeah. It was three <laughs> Tomb Raider games. Uh, and even like, yeah. So the original Tomb Raider game, it came out in like 2008 or nine or something. And there's a bunch of games. A lot of the games were old games. Like everything yeah. was like early 2010s or like Nothing around really that new. area. There was like only one or two new games, if that. It was really sad. I don't know. We'll see. So nothing more to add to that other than okay. uh, I'd rather you like show me something and not just say something. Like prove it to me. Like give me a title. <laughs> we had ten games coming. Yeah, ten it's exclusive like, games. Cool, nice talking. But you know, let's <laughs> got, show, yeah. show me, show me, show me. You got your Celeste <laughs> coming. <laughs> we got yeah, right. just like a bunch That's of what it'll be. It'll be like a bunch of like. Well, no, because it is exclusives. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it can't be Celeste. But Never mind. but even still, Celeste too. And and even <laughs> that, like in the note, they kind of allude to it's just a timed exclusive so it'll be exclusive it could be anywhere from like a month to a couple yeah. years i guess but who, we'll see uh, yeah anyway i'm pretty sure google stadia will get back on track i don't know maybe I, give it a year i hope when x cloud comes out they just go away that's what i would like I, Me too. like if xbox the x cloud comes out and just kills it that would be fantastic leave gaming to the grown-ups right uh, and then the, grown-ups, I mean the kids, <laughs> the kids <laughs> the, the big man children uh sources uh this, yeah, this is kind of a weird headline to read. Uh, it's 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 fine to read in your head, but not say out loud. So I'm just going to read this, the main part of this. Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. Sources say. Sources say. Yeah, there we go. I fixed your title, Jason Schreier. You're welcome. <laughs> um, over at Kotaku, uh, Jason talks about how uh, the PlayStation 4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn will come to personal computers this year, sources tell Kotaku. It's an unprecedented move for Sony that signals a future in which the publisher releases games on platforms beyond its own consoles. Um, so there's no date or anything at this point. Uh, Sony hasn't officially confirmed this, but some apparently anonymous uh, and knowledgeable higher-ups kind of talking about, hey, this is going to be coming to PC, which at this point, I think we were ta- I mentioned earlier, it makes sense because it's this game's made in the Decima engine, which also happens to be the same engine uh, that Death Stranding used, and they've already been announced for PC release this summer as well. So it's kind of like they're already developing the technology to export their games to you know a PC platform. Why wouldn't you you know bring over Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, especially with all the rumors that the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn could be either a launch title or sometime in that launch year for ps5 that's like yeah. a lot of people are speculating the sequel could be coming within the next year year and a half and if so i to mean get, to get the most people playing you might as well yeah side note yes if horizon zero dawn comes out on playstation 5 my the wife sequel or the the, the, original. the sequel okay yeah if it comes out on playstation 5 my wife will flip a lid if i don't get a playstation before next <laughs> she loves horizon what have i yeah. Join us. I might I might not have any other option. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> My awesome. marriage or a PlayStation 5. <laughs> yes. Tough choices, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've actually, I'll talk about it and what you plan a little more, but started back up in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a really The only one currently. Yeah, the <laughs> only one currently. But yeah, it's such a fun game. So if you have a PC pick it up like it's it's a cool game i've i haven't finished it that's why i'm playing through it again i just started it over <laughs> but from everything i've heard it's a lot of people's like it's high it's up there and it's of pretty games. good it's pretty good <clears throat> i my opinion and if i'm being actually honest this might just be because i love maybe we can save it for when we jump into the what you're playing but 
Breath of the Wild is better, in my opinion. Yeah, yes, but they're different games completely. I feel like you can't really compare them. Mm, we'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> Granted, here I'm the one talking about it and I haven't beat it, but from what I've played of Breath of the Wild and Horizon, I feel like they're not really the same, but we'll we'll figure we'll talk about it later. We'll see. Um so yes, that is all the news we have for you this week. Um, you know what usually happens though is come tomorrow, a bunch of stuff happens, and then this episode comes out Wednesday and we have to talk about it next week. So sorry guys. <laughs> let's hope nothing comes out on Tuesday. <laughs> um <clears throat> let's uh let's get into some new releases real quick. Uh, originally I put on the notes nothing worth talking about. Uh but I've I've heard a lot of uh a lot of talk about this Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC came out on January 17th. Uh I'm not a Dragon Ball Z fan. Uh not because I don't like it. I've just Never really watched it. Never got around to watching it. Yeah, same. Um, I've heard it's amazing, and maybe one day I'll check it out, and then I'll play this game. But everyone who's playing this game, I'm only hearing hear, only hearing amazing things about it. Like everyone's loving uh, this new RPG based off the Dragon Ball Z series. So. That's an RPG. That, that was an, that's, a fighting game. No, yeah, I think it's uh, from what I've understood, I just it assume... is a uh, more RPG as RPG elements and stuff to it. Hmm. Uh, Kakarot is a semi-open world action role-playing game developed by CyberConnect2 and published what? by Bandai Namco. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, so people are really loving it. That could be cool. Yeah, because yeah, most most other game of their Dragon Ball games are fighting games, right? Yeah, Budokai and right. Fighters, the Xenoverse stuff, and yeah, I liked Dragon Ball Fighters. That's probably one of my all-time favorite mm. fighting games. Is it Fighters or Fighter Z? I've heard it was fighters. Is it fighters? Okay. I, I don't know. It's just when you look at the way it's stylized, it's like Dragon Ball fighters with a capital uh, F and an all lowercase and a huge capital Z. Yeah. So it almost makes it looks like look like it's two separate words. Like there's no space though. That's <laughs> like that's what makes it no, confusing. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. You're, yeah. That's that's what makes it confusing. It's like why is it uppercase and what? But why is there any space? Like what's yeah, going on? Like I don't know. Um. But yeah, I, I heard that game was actually really good. It's re- Again, you, I, yeah. I haven't tried it because I'm not a Dragon Ball fan. But Are you a fighting game man? A little bit. No, not really. I just oh. never got... I, I like Soul Calibur back in the day. Yeah. I like Soul Calibur 5, I think was the last one I played. Is that just because Ivy was in it? Uh, No, not really. No, no okay. No. It is actually... A, it is a really good fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't one of those people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Fighting games just never really... I enjoy them, like, whenever I grab one. Like, even back in the day, I remember on our, like, PlayStation 1 having Mortal Kombat 3. Oh, yeah. Um, and just stuff like that. It was always fun to goof around in, but I just was never good at them. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm good. Like, I'll just steer clear of this genre. <laughs> I'd rather do that than get my butt kicked. I think I'm good at them. And then I play people that are good at them. Like, oh, shoot, <laughs> I'm like, I am not good. Never yeah, mind. Like I'm me, not good. Like, like me with Smash Brothers. Yeah. It's like, I'm so good at this. <laughs> nope, I suck. Yeah. I think Mortal Kombat's the only one that I can actually beat my brother at. My brother's a really good okay. gamer. He's like, ever like he literally has been gaming since he was two years old, mm-hmm. and like he's far and away like the best multiplayer gamer. Like I can play okay. single player games better than he can, like platformers and stuff. But any any competitive gamer gameplay, he's much better. Dang. So he beats me a lot of fighting games, <laughs> except Mortal Kombat. That's funny. Yeah, You've got lock I on feel, that one. I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. That's awesome.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, cool. Well, what, let's get into uh, what you plan. So why don't you go first? Tell us what you've been playing. Okay. So I'll keep it brief. I've been playing through Pokemon Shield. Did I say Pokemon? Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Almost lost my water there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been playing through Pokemon Shield. Um, ever since they announced the... Uh, I, mean, I was kind of already playing it, but now I'm taking it more serious because they got the expansion coming out. Expansion or that's already out, that already okay. is out. Is it out already? Yeah, they give you an option to buy it in the uh, in the game now. What? And um, so I'm pretty stoked, stoked about that. I really want to pick that up. But I've been playing through that. Uh, I'm also so I have three kids. I mean, I'm sure people probably know that by now, but but. So they like to watch me play games, and a lot of the games I own, they can't watch me play because they have a lot of blood or, you know, swearing and just, you know, very rated M. And so I've been trying to find more games that I can play in front of my kids. Mm -hmm. So I picked up Kingdom Hearts 3, and I picked up Kingdom Hearts The Story so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Are you starting with one, working your way all the way through three? That, I was going to. So I was going to. That's a rough journey. But I was there. like, never mind. <laughs> I was going to start in three. So I've been playing through three, and the kids just love watching play that game because mm. it's the graphics are really high fidelity. Like, right. I, from what I heard, it's yeah. basically like like especially Pixar sections. It's like yeah. watching a Pixar movie, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like really really cool. So I've been playing through that. Um, I'm like I don't know. The only thing that's annoying about it so far, I think I'm I'm like three hours in, four hours in. And essentially the game is just one really big cutscene. Yeah. Like I feel like I've watched more cutscene than I've actually played. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> like it's kind of annoying. But um but the kids like it, so I'll sit down and kind of play it if I'm just trying to keep them kind of mellow. Right. Um and then this weekend I finished Metro Prime one again for like oh, nice. the umpteenth time. Um my son, my oldest, he was he really likes watching me play that game. So that's awesome. I finally finished it, fought the last boss. I was like, all right, Isaac, here we go. We're going to fight. Fight the last boss. That's awesome. So he sees Meta Ridley fly out. He's like, whoa, dad, <laughs> look at the size of that boss. <laughs> like, I know. That's Ridley. And so I fight him, and then I jump down the crater, and then I fight. I show him Metroid Prime, and Metroid's like this big spidery thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, whoa. Like, he jumps up. <laughs> like, we're sitting on the ground. He's like, whoa, dad. <laughs> Look at the size of that one. <laughs> That's so great. It's like when your kids get so stoked about something. Like my son's getting to the age, like he's just like two, two and a half now, but he'll see something. He's like, wow. Like he's starting to start to do that now. It's oh, it's so funny. It's so hilarious. Like the things that like just get them all jazzed. Like they're just like freaking out. Like this is awesome. Like they can't contain it. Ah. I know. He's like so jumping fun. up. He's like jumping up and down. He's like, one more hit, dad. One more hit. You almost got him. <laughs> It was the best. It's probably the best experience I've ever had playing through that game. So now nice. we're gonna go through the second one. Okay. And uh then I also have the third one. So some some say the best one. 
The third one? The second one. Second one? It's good. I mean, here's the thing. Like, that's just I, to me. That's because it's the only one I've played. But <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I think most people don't like the second one, but. It's not bad. I, the second one suffers from kind of some of the things the first one suffered from, which is like sometimes you get in like a dark spot and you can't see anything at all. And so you have to like I mean, shoot the, your the gun. The whole game's just, about like the dark side of everything. Yeah, so like half the dark. game is like, wow, this is really kind of cool. <laughs> the other half is like, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see. Turn the brightness up. <laughs> that was always the best though on the big tube TV yeah. back in the day and turn the brightness up. Everything just kind of turns gray. It's like, <laughs> I can see outlines a little bit better, I guess. <laughs> and what I learned is just just shoot your gun and it'll uh, light yeah, up so it's like the a area. Flashlight. <laughs> yeah. You just like charge shot. All like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's awesome. It's been fun. Uh, I just looked up the DLC for their Pokemon. So I think there's a free update that came out mm-hmm. for stuff, <clears throat> but the actual like Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra are coming later. So end of June is Isle of Armor. Okay. And then uh, Crown Tundra is coming fall. It doesn't have a month, but just fall I'm really happy you pointed that out because I literally almost bought that the other night. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Hold off awesome. on it. Hold yeah. off on it. You don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, unless there's like a... A bonus to pre-ordering some stuff. How am I so- even on this show? Like, I don't know anything. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. Well, I mean, JJ was on this show. Rest, God rest his soul. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if he can be on this show, anyone can be on this show, right? <laughs> just, just Poor saying. JJ. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll get it. I'll get it on uh, Thursday or when, no, Wednesday. The, it was last week, Wednesday. He's like, oh, listen to the episode. This thing's awesome. You guys did great. Blah, blah, blah. So I'll, I'll probably hear it this Wednesday. Yeah. When he listens to it, he's like, dude, you totally threw me into the bus like every 15 minutes. Yeah, like, what's, what's, the- what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Uh, well, I've been playing kind of three games. Uh, I don't have a lot of time, most of the time, but like I said at the beginning of the show, I had a really <coughs> restful, chill weekend, which was awesome. So I kicked my weekend off with Friday night. I jumped into Minecraft on Switch. Um, so this is a game that previously on the show I've talked about. I had never played Minecraft up until like six or seven months ago. Like I avoided it for like the last 10 years it's been out because to me it's like, that's a baby game. Like I'm going to play a little kid game. It's stupid, stupid Minecraft. Like I'd make fun of people and everything. Like, it's so dumb. Like when I heard adults play it, I'm like, really? That's a baby game. And then my brother-in-law was like, hey, do you play Minecraft? I'm like, no, that's a baby game. He's like, oh, well, I play it. <laughs> I'm like, well, that hurts. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Um, he's like, no, he's been playing it. And he has a son who I think is four now, um, maybe turning five soon, I think, in the next couple of weeks or something. So in that four or five age range. Um, and my brother-in-law has been playing it like with him. Like it's more like he's not old enough necessarily to be playing on PC and stuff like figuring out mouse and keyboard and stuff, but they just have a fun, like doing it together. And like the son just watching and like pointing things out and talking and like, Oh, do this, do that. Oh, this would be cool. Or watch out for that. And kind of the experience that you're having with Metroid with your son, yeah. um, doing that with Minecraft though. And it's just a game that you know doesn't have any blood or gore. And yeah, even the violence is like cartoony and goofy. You can even turn it off. And, you can even play yeah. it without, without it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and anyways, he's just like, Oh, we should, like you should get on your computer. We should play. I'm like, actually, they just added crossplay, so we can play together. Bro. Switch and Xbox and PC, and I think even in the last couple months now PS4. You're you on your phone too, right? Uh, yes, on your phone, crossplay? but I don't think it's crossplay. So it's just the uh, PC, Xbox, PS4, and Switch are crossplay now. Um, 
But uh, so I bought it on Switch. He had it on PC, and we played, and it was so much fun. But anyways, uh, this weekend, my brother got back into it. Well, <laughs> it was earlier last week. He got back into it. <laughs> and uh, he, like, <laughs> in the course of, like, 24 hours, he <laughs> had this whole world built up before I even was able to join him. <laughs> like, so Friday night, like, I joined him. I'm like, how long have you been playing this game? He's like, I don't know, like today and a little bit yesterday or something. I'm like, you need to get a life, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he has a life. He's in the army. He's, you know, stationed somewhere. Like he's, he's, he's got stuff he needs to be doing. <laughs> but in his downtime, which, you know, well, being Martin Luther King Jr. holiday weekend here, he had four days off. So uh-huh. he was able to spend like four solid days in Minecraft because he had nothing wow. else to do, like other than eat meals. You know, sitting at the barracks with nothing better to do. Um, so yeah, we uh, we teamed up though. I jumped on my switch, had it up on the TV, and he was on uh, his uh, uh, his computer, and we jumped in Discord. And uh, yeah, it was really cool to just jump in. I uh, I don't know. Is this really cool to find a game that me and my brother can play? Because he's isn't like a super gamer like me. Like he's not super into all like. He doesn't need a PlayStation or Xbox or PC. Like he's very particular about what games he likes. He likes, you know, more RTS type stuff. So like Warhammer 40K, uh, the RTS games they came out with that Dawn of War, like we were super into together, or uh, yeah, stuff like you know, Minecraft or you know, silly stuff like that. Um, but uh, so to find something that like we have this uh, have in common, and we don't necessarily get to talk a lot because he's you know different time zone doing army stuff and I'm in different yeah. time zone doing my full-time job and a kid and stuff. So it was cool to have like a night where we spent, I don't know, five hours or so playing. Like I stay up till like midnight, one o'clock, just playing Minecraft with my brother on discord, just chit chatting back and forth and building stuff. And he was, I don't know how to play the game still. I'm super bad at it. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. He's like, Oh, just blah, 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 blah. blah. And he like knows exactly what to do. I'm like, cool, cool. Okay. cool awesome. And then I'd go do it. But uh, it was just a blast. It was just really cool to find a game that you know I could bond with my brother over because that just doesn't happen a lot, especially since we don't live anywhere near each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like my family is very spread out. Like, um, yeah, my brother is uh, you know somewhere else stationed. My parents are over in Papua New Guinea. Like, wow. we're kind of spread out around the world. So it's like cool when we can find those things to like connect. Um, let's see. The other game I played was Death Stranding. This is a game I've been updating you all over the last couple months on my progress, and I can finally tell you that I have finished Death Stranding at pretty much around 50 hours. Uh, So I am stoked about that. Um, And man, like I said earlier, it it was on my number one game of the year for last year, just from what I'd played up until that point. But man, finishing up these this last week, week and a half, it 100% confirmed like, okay, yeah, this game was freaking game of the year last year. <laughs> like in the last, so it was ironic, like the last two missions, <laughs> I played for maybe like 30 minutes, but then there's like two and a half hours of cutscenes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like that's the Kojima way. <laughs> but man, in those like three hours that I played or three and a half hours, maybe it's more like an hour I played. An hour I played and like two and a half hours of cutscenes. <laughs> 
Um, like I was up until like two thirty in the morning finishing up because it was just like it wasn't stopping. It was like one cut scene, another one, another. I'm like, I gotta. I'm so in right now. This yeah, is you so can't good. stop. <laughs> you can't stop. You can't save it. It's just like it's either continue or skip, and I'm not gonna skip the cut scene. Then I won't get to see it. Um, but man, in those last, you know, three hours, four hours that I was playing, it was such a freaking emotional roller coaster. Like up until then, even the story had already gripped me. Like I was so into the story is off the walls. It is. If you can just like get over the fact that it's goofy and weird, it's a, it's a fun story. Like I think it's a really fun story. Like if you can get over the craziness of it, it's like, yeah, it doesn't, it's weird and it's off the wall and maybe a little pretentious, but it's like, <laughs> it's still like, I don't know, so stinking fun for the ride. And then, yeah, those last couple hours, I mean, it had me like straight up just like tearing up yeah. like crying like I was like holy cow I can't believe this is happening like two or three times like in, the, in that span uh, and then there's moments of joy where you're just like heck yeah like that's freaking awesome like and, and sometimes in the same moment like you're just like I can't believe this is happening like am I seeing this and then they like reveal something like oh my gosh oh my gosh like oh man this is so amazing like it is so good it was like such like it was such an amazing like fanfare uh, finale there it was just like fireworks great not actual fireworks but you know like right. it was just so incredible the like way to end that game i'm super happy with the game and uh it was funny i i took the disc out the other day and trudy's like so that's it you're done <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know she was just like it. it was this weird like kind of like air in the house where it's like as i take it out like very respectfully and like trudy's just like so you're done huh i'm like for now for now and I like put it in the case and <laughs> you know put it back up in a, in a shrine but uh <laughs> did you get like the big deluxe special edition version of that thing? no I want to so bad I already own the game but I've talked to Trudy a couple times I'm like it's only like 200 bucks and then I get a baby <laughs> I get a life-size BB case like of course I want that uh you look really nice up on her shelf really, over really here having a baby floating in a bottle yeah. um <laughs> but man yeah that yeah. game is amazing I I know the gameplay may not be for everyone, but the story is so stinking good. I I, I want to do some research because even if there's like, you know, people on YouTube will sometimes just do all the cutscenes, like even just to like watch it, break it up and it's like watch episodes of it basically. If, mm -hmm. Like I would recommend that if you could, because even the story is like pretty dang crazy. Like by the end, I'm like, oh my gosh, like mind blown. I did not see that coming. Like there's some some cool twists and turns and even like it thinks that you, it's psyching you out too you're like oh shoot it just like and then it like psychs back and you're like oh there's just so many things double psych yeah there's yeah. so many elements in there too like i feel like i'm not spoiling anything because there, there's a lot to the story like <laughs> it's pretty crazy but yeah go play that game it, it's a good one um and because i finished that i'm like heck there's potentially a horizon 2 coming out for PS5 at the end of this year, or so sometime next year, I need to finish Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one. So that's what I did this weekend. Is as soon as I finished up Death Stranding, I popped that disc out the next day, re-downloaded, uh, I have a digital copy of Horizon, and uh, jumped in that, and dude, that game is so stinking beautiful. It's a good the game. combat is so much fun. It's very um, fluid. It had been so long since I played, I'm like, I'm just gonna start back from the beginning. Like, I forgot where the story even was, so I'm like, starting everything over, and uh, that's the next one I'm planning on beating, so. I'm gonna give you a tip, pro tip right now. You get a special super armor in that game, mm -hmm. do everything you can to get that armor. Okay. Because it is, <laughs> it, like the end of the game will be so much easier if you have that arm. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, so yeah, that's what I played. Uh, 
pretty eventful weekend for me for video games. Usually I don't get to play so much, so it's kind of I'm cool. going to be honest. You got me psyched for Death Stranding. After I know Pokemon, I'll go back and try to finish that. You should try. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, and I've said it over and over again in the last few months. Like, I know it's not for everyone. Like, I'll give it that. Like, it's not a game for everyone, but I think everyone should at least try it because... I don't know. Like for me, yeah, it grabbed me right at the beginning. Some people it grabs later. Like some people, some people have to play a little farther in, which is, you know, I don't know. It's, I think it's worth getting through. The story really had me at the end there. I was shocked. Like I wasn't expecting an, an emotional response from a Hideo Kojima <laughs> game. I think I even said that in my tweet because it's like Hideo Kojima game got me to cry. Because even the Metal Gear games have some emotional moments, but it was still like. It never like grabbed me. Like God of War. Like God of War made me sob at the end. Yeah. Uh, with. And then even uh, like Spider Man at the end, like oh man, like that hit me hard and stuff yeah, like that. Spider-Man. And Last of Us, Last of Us, yeah, the Last of Us, like so crazy. But then yeah, like Metal, like Kojima games are just like okay, these are fun, goofy, like yeah, whatever things, crazy off the wall. Um, but yeah, so I was not expecting that from this game, and it got me. And were you crying, or were you just like an allergic reaction to the? Uh... Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually, uh, <laughs> I can't even, Kirillium? Kirillium? Yeah. Like Sounds like a planet in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, a Kirillium spaceship. That <laughs> was pretty close, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe it's in the Star Wars universe been all along. Alrighty, guys, uh, let's get into the last um, segment here. Topic of the show. I threw this out there for Zetch and I to kind of do some quick discussion here at the end. Um, I want to talk about our favorite game of the decade, uh, and it, we both put multiple games, kind of like, run, I put run, like I put yeah, runner ups, yeah, like runner ups. And I wanted to emphasize favorite game because you said you you saw that it said favorite game, but I feel like you keep criticizing me saying like as if it's said best game. It did not say best game. No, these you're are right. Not, these I, are not the I best. Misunderstood. These are not the best games. These are your favorite games of the past decade because we're in a new you know we've flipped over 2020 it's been this is considered a new decade for gaming apparently even though i feel like the decade should go from you know 10 to 20 i feel like there's i still agree be, i don't think we're at the end of the decade decade i think next year is technically the start of the new decade because yeah. you don't count zero to 10 as 10 years right yeah you know you count one to 10 i don't know People, Math is people, hard for yeah, some people. Some people can't figure <laughs> it out. But anyways, uh, what was some of your favorites from the last decade? <clears throat> okay. You can do it in any order you want. I don't care if you give your top one right. or if you want to give your runner-ups. I'm going to give my runner-ups first. Okay. For my favorite games, okay, we have to be Mass Effect 2. Okay. Okay. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Actually, no. I got. I wrote this out of order. That's actually my favorite game of the year. Okay. Of the decade. The decade. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The Last of Us would be runner-up number two. Okay. Okay. Actually, runner-up number one. Runner-up number two would be Pokemon Go. Really? Pokemon Go? Think about that for a second, okay? This is why Pokemon Go. Not, not Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Oh. Okay? Oh. Even, well, okay. I'm that, talking about the mobile game, Pokemon Go. Okay. Okay? That still just shocks me a little bit. Here's why. Okay, when Pokemon... <laughs> now I get, yeah, I get, I, I, I get I, all situated. I, would, I, I was thinking let's go, but even saying go almost makes it worse for me now. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Pokemon Go <laughs> did what no other game has ever done okay. in the history of gaming. Okay? You got everybody to get off their butts, 
go outside and catch some dang and Pokemon. play a game <laughs> with strangers. <laughs> and everybody was at peace and they were having fun. Literally, Until when that game came out, riding in, in Times Square or whatever, or Central that's Park, and that's because Pokemon Go screwed it up. <laughs> so I would, I remember vividly when that game came out. I was like, oh man! First of all, you had a hard time getting on it because the servers were so backed yeah. up because everybody was playing it. But when it finally started actually like working, I was in downtown and walking around. I was catching Pokemon on my phone. A lot of some stops guy next to me, and I, I look up and I'm like, everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I finally go, hey, what do you catch? He's like, oh, I'm getting a Charizard. I was like, well, there's a Charizard over there. I'm running <laughs> across the street and I'm catching Charizard. <laughs> you got people that sit down, I have Pokestop, just catching Pokemon. It's that game literally provided an experience that no other game mm-hmm. in the history of games. Was ever able to achieve. I remember driving home from work, our apartment, I had to drive by this huge cemetery. And for some reason, there's... There's tons of people in the For c- some yeah. reason, there's a Pokestop there, uh, which seems a little like disrespectful a little yep. bit. I think they got rid of they it They got eventually. rid of that, yeah. But I would drive by, and there's literally hundreds of like kids, teenagers, people, and walking through this graveyard, swiping at the Pokestop. Or I think maybe, I don't think it was, was it Jim or Pokestop. It was one of those. Um, like I was like, what is happening? Like at first I'm like, oh, it was a funeral happening. I'm like, they're not just for a funeral. <laughs> no, they're not just for a funeral. And why is there, why are they everywhere? Like the entire, the entire cemetery was full of people. I'm like, what the heck? Like on scenic over there. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> like yeah. what is going on? And I'm like, oh yeah, Pokemon Go came out today. Yeah. Oh man. Like, cause yeah. Then I saw everyone on their phones. Like everyone's just staring and swiping. And swiping. Like, and what catching. the heck? <laughs> and catching. <laughs> they're trying to be the best, the very best. That ever was. <laughs> but, okay, so that's one of your favorite games, or is that a that's, best game? That, that's my runner-up to my favorite game. My favorite game of... So you actually really did enjoy it that I much. love that game. Okay. That's a good game. I enjoyed it, too, but I don't know if it'd be a favorite game. It, no other game in the last decade has given me an experience <laughs> like that. Okay. That's okay. true. No, you're you're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. That's for sure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're wrong about being... No. <laughs> Again, this is all opinion-based. This is not objective at all, so... So, That's interesting. Yeah, okay. Pokemon Go. So my favorite game of the decade, though, would have to go to Legends of the Breath of the Wild. Okay. So earlier, I was comparing it to Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Okay, they both came out the same month. They both came out in February. Yeah, like a week apart. Both of them are open world action platformers, action adventures platformers. Mm-hmm. What Breath of the Wild does different is that it's truly more open world and more innovative in the way it approaches action platformers. Mm. You can literally beat that game without exploring. You can beat the temples in any any direction you want and then mm. go fight the bad guy. Um, you can get lost in such a really vast... Va- I'll turn that game on now and I'll be like, hey, found something I didn't see before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so... It's so peaceful in the way it approaches it Mm -hmm. and the way the timeline is set up too is that you know like in a lot of games it's like the world is gonna end you need to go fight the bad guy now Mm -hmm. but at the same time make sure you do all these side quests and go exploring yeah right right but the bad guy's (laughs) gonna kill the whole world but you got time to go do the other thing what zelda did was look the bad guy's already won the world's already ended yeah the world's already done (laughs) you need to take as much time as you possibly can to get as much power as you possibly can to go fight the bad guy and so that element of it made it seem like, you know what? I, I literally don't feel any pressure to do anything else right now besides just go exploring. Yeah. Find temples, get power ups, 
you know, and just enjoy a real true open world experience. Hmm. And you're walking around, you got these huge, beautiful vistas. Yeah. And literally you can look off into like the distance and be like, oh, that mountain over there. You can go to that mountain. Right. You know, it's not like you're in a cage. It's like. Yeah, whatever you see. You can, whatever you, you can see, climb you can it. go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. after that, it's just ocean. You can't go past the oceans. Right. But yeah, that game was very cathartic at moments. It had a lot of really great action. The way, I mean, the only one gripe I would have would be your weapons breaking and then you not being able to instantly pull up another one. Like, oh, my weapon broke. Now I'm got to <laughs> go to the menus again. No, you can't just use the next one in line like right. an actual person would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, an actual person wouldn't have like 15 swords in their backpack hey, 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 hey. either. Okay, but it's still. <laughs> still. Yeah. I guess my thing with your comparison is... I don't know, in my head, and may, maybe this is just me, like maybe if I looked a little closer into it and a little open, more open mind, maybe I'm a little cl- too close-minded, but I guess when I look at Horizon, like I've, I look at that differently because it is Sony first-party, like single-player, and I even feel like it has more RPG elements. Like it is more of like an RPG because there is like the upgrade system and the way the quest are, although Breath of the Wild had quests and stuff like that too, but... I don't know. For some reason, in my head, it was always more like, oh, that's an open world RPG, where Breath of, Breath of the Wild was more open world adventure game. Like, I didn't feel like it was more like a role playing game. Like, it was very much like just Fair. an action adventure. So, which I guess is a very, very like small thing, granular thing that I'm doing, I guess, there. But that, I guess, so when you said that, it just surprised me. So, I, th- I think now that you explained it, like, okay, yeah, I really do see where you're coming from. Like, it does make sense. But, um, just explaining where I was coming from, like, yeah, on a very granular level, I guess always like differentiate, like, no, that's the RPG and that's the adventure game. Like I'm going to play Zelda to go on an adventure and get lost and have fun in a world. I play this because I want to play an RPG and even for more for the story, like Zelda, you know, the story up front. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah, you don't like, you don't necessarily get more, you know, more, the only story you really get is like, who these four champions were in the past, but that doesn't actually really build into the story of you beating this boss. Right. So they're not really much. So I, like, I don't play that for story. I play it cause it's freaking awesome game to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's awesome combat and you know, yeah, fun encounters and puzzles and stuff like that. But yeah, see, I look at Horizon Zero Dawn as an action adventure game with RPG elements. Hmm. Kind of like what any other like right yeah like, no you know, it's, like, it's definitely not like a Fallout or anything yeah. like that or it's Skyrim, like a Dark Siders but... it's like a or old school Zelda games like Banjo Kazooie it's just like any other action adventure game that's ever been made and then BOTW mm-hmm. came along and was just like yeah we're gonna really just take it from a totally different angle yeah you know? no no I see that now now that you've kind of explained that it, it does make sense they are more similar than maybe I realized before but yeah that's awesome yeah and their birth months are February yeah which is came yeah. out <laughs> came out same year same month pretty yeah. crazy. Um. So yeah. Anyway, wait, those are was, my. Wait a second. Was was Breath of the Wild in February? Um. <laughs> Breath of the Wild would have been February or March. March. March third. Yeah, that's right. The March console third. came out in March. That's what I was gonna say because I was like, because Switch came out in March and it was a launch, but I couldn't. But I know it came out on Wii U, so that's what I was wondering. Did it come out on Wii U earlier before it came out on Switch? But so yeah. But I, yeah, they were like within a week of each other. I think like yeah. Breath of, or. Horizon Zero Dawn came out like wrong twenty seventh or something. Sorry, I just I just you have like a drinking game or count stop. how many times it is wrong. <laughs> I need to stop just <laughs> doing that to you. It's totally calling you out on the show. Um, <clears throat> okay. It's okay, I like being called out. 
keeps me honest. Uh, I'm just used to like with JJ, this is a constant thing. And, you know, it's necessary because he's <laughs> just straight up spewing like <laughs> <Nonsense>. wrong stuff, <laughs> like information nonsense. So I need to get used to having you know, a more uh, um, yeah, competent co-host here who, who spews a lot less nonsense. No. Uh, rest in peace, JJ. Mine's believable um, at points, which is why you, it's even more important that you yes. look it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're just better at hiding it than he is. That's all, that's all it is. Um, <clears throat> Uh, so my game favorite games of the decade. <laughs> so when you when you read this list, you're like, "Are you serious? Like what?" The heck? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "None of these are that great of games, except for God of War. That is an amazing game. And BOTW is a great game. I I have three. Like, yeah, I have two let me back the, up. I have two of the same game. There's only one game on here that you're like, let me back what? up. Yeah, let me back up. The only game on here that I was what the heck about was your your middle one. The <laughs> other two are literally on my list. <laughs> yeah, so I have Breath of the Wild on there. That game was insane. We've already just talked about it blew all, all of our minds. No one ever imagined a Zelda game like that. <laughs> um, Last of Us has, uh, yeah, it was really, that was really kind of Naughty Dog's first kind of big kick in the face like hey we're big time here like right like there's so much I'm good to, stuff in, trying to, like in Uncharted 1 when did Uncharted 1 was that after Last of Us or was that before? I don't know I didn't have a PlayStation. It must have been before because I know it was be I think the it first was, it, yeah the yeah. first two were definitely before maybe even the three it so was yeah fun. but yeah I felt like Last of Us is when uh, Naughty Dog came out I was like hey like we're serious like we can like we can tell good stories like it was we, one of the most emotional games yeah, I've ever played like it's it's not just like yeah. an action game it's actually has impact and yeah. emotion behind it and <laughs> it's not just yeah, Indiana Jones running around or Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent right. Not the bash Crash Bandicoot or even like Jack and Daxter. Like those were great games for what they were, but to come out with something that actually had like, oh, there's heft behind this. Like it's not just a yeah, whatever side or fun, goofy, in your face action set piece. So that Last game was of really Us close to being my favorite game. Yeah, Last game. of Us is beautiful. Uh, so yeah, Breath of the Wild runner up, Last of Us runner up. Here's the one that that Zetch not so not so hot on. It's not my and list. And remember, and remember, this is favorite games of the decade. It's okay if it's your favorite. Um, I, <laughs> I, and honestly, I wasn't gonna put on the, my list until I did some research. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize it came out this decade. I thought it was older than that. I thought it I, was like pre. I just want to hear your reason. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I put Fallout New Vegas on this list. <laughs> Of all the games. Of all the games. I have Fallout New Vegas. On a, it's a runner-up. It's not my favorite game. We literally game. went from Last of Us. <laughs> so much emotion. Breath Zelda. Of Wild, so deep. So, so different. Deep, so much like innovation. Fallout, the glorified expansion. <laughs> Fallout so, 3. <laughs> so Fallout. I, I mean, I guess you can kind of group it. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. So that was, but Fallout 3 didn't, that wasn't this decade. So that's why it's not on the list. But I, I grouped those so tightly in the same kind of span of time in my engine, life so console. those that game just had i don't know at that point in my life it just had such a huge impact on me like i was in high school and i i honestly that's probably that's what got me into rpgs i did not play rpgs before i was not an rpg player okay i didn't really hardly understand what an rpg was um so technically fallout 3 was my first one but 
after Fallout 3, I beat that a million times. Like I played that over and over and over and over again because I was a high school student with nothing better to do in my time. <laughs> um, like the same way people talk about that they played Skyrim. I actually never played Skyrim. I've never played Skyrim. Like I've played like the first 20 minutes about 10 times and I never get past that. Demo? <laughs> no, I've, I've actually bought the freaking uh, HD version of the game like multiple times. And then I always trade it back in and then it goes on sale and I buy it again. I trade it back in and I'm, cause it's the one of those things like, eh, it's so cheap. Why not? And I buy it and I don't play it. I'm like, so I trade it back in. Um, and yeah, no, I get to the point where like I get through the opening cinematic. I'm like, oh boy, that wore me out. I'm tired. Like I'm done. Like, I don't know. It's just, nothing grabs me in that first instance to like keep me going anyways. So yeah, I like played Fallout 3 to death. And so when Fallout New Vegas came, I loved that so much. I loved all the the mechanics, like the gambling mechanics in Vegas were so much fun, working with the different houses. Uh, Cause like, okay, who are you gonna help or not help? Are you gonna go with the weird cannibal people over here? Are you gonna go with uh, uh, the, I don't even remember all the facts. It's been so long since I've touched the game. It's 360 game. <laughs> I, I think it's literally like the, like barely makes it in the decade run. Like it was like right to 2010. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Mass Effect came out in 2010 too. But uh, uh, the second one or the first one? Two. Two, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, so just like dealing with all the different factions, like that was a big thing they added. Fallout 3 didn't have all the factions and stuff. New Vegas had like all these cool factions you got away. Like, okay, who am I going to go with? What am I going to do? Uh, I loved that world. Um, DC was really cool, but for me, it was like DC was my first RPG, my first Fallout game. And then like, oh, what are they going to do next? Oh, wow. Like this is such a cool, like this desert area. Um, just the, all the cool new creatures. Like it was just one of those things where it was definitely a moment in time. I'm not saying it's the best game of the decade. I'm saying this game had such a huge impact on me for when it came out. Um, and really like growing that love for RPGs that like I have now for RPGs. How can, like I play only play RPGs now because of these fallout games, new Vegas and everything. That's fair. So that was one of my favorites. Like it has such a special place, like in my, from a nostalgic standpoint, I can see why you'd say that would be your favorite game of the decade. Yeah. One of your favorite games. Without that game, like, I would not have played so many other great RPGs that have come out, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, in the last in the last decade, literally. So, I owe it all to Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> I left my heart in Vegas. <laughs> I played, I think, like, the first hour and was like, nah, not for me. I'm out. And I even like kind of like the the Western aesthetic too. It's kind of just goofy and silly right and fun. Here. It was like oh, so really? dry. I didn't like the look of it. Like right from everything's this brown, like sepia kind of like, like filter on it. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than like the green filter that everything had in Fallout Three. Like everything was just like a greenish color. <laughs> yeah. um, that's one thing I liked about Fallout Four and even yeah. Seventy Six. Like they added colors. Like it yeah. wasn't like this weird green filter on everything or this weird like sapia filter and everything I was like oh everything actually looks real <laughs> i actually like fallout 76 i legitimately do okay it's good yeah if you haven't played it you should give it a try i've been hold i i've been holding out for i mean i tried to play it and i did not super get into it but well last year they were supposed to come out with the extended campaign with actual npcs and, they yeah. and then they can't they can't they like postponed it and they haven't released they're like, oh, we don't got yeah. that, but we do got premium content you yeah, can pay right. us for. Yeah, 100 bucks a year or whatever. Yeah, like, no. What but if you uh, get it, get it on PC and we'll play together. <sighs> well, I already have it on PS4, but maybe if it's ever on sale for like two bucks on PC, I'll get it. <laughs> but here we go. The game of my my favorite game of the decade was um, another one you were kind of like not surprised by. It was a good game. Yeah, you, you did think it was a good game. I was going to try to bash you a little bit, but you did say it was a good game. Uh, God of War. 
And man, as, as I mentioned earlier, like at the end of that, like I'd sobbed, like it got me so hard the whole story all the way through even like, so that came out of time as another one of those like point in time kind of games. I think if I played at any time, other any other time, I don't know if it would, would have had the impact. Um, if I had played it earlier, I guess I should say, but it came out when <laughs> mere months after I had a son and it's like, once you become a father and you play through this game about this father and son bond and how difficult and hard, like distant Kratos is and how Atreus just doesn't understand and doesn't know. And, but then also like Kratos just doesn't understand. And like, he, he has a hard time understanding like and connecting with the son. It's just so different. And oh, so your weird. dad is and, Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Gonna... Right. Um, and yeah. like, like just the <clears throat> secrets are keeping from each other and all this stuff. And, I don't know. It was like, even though my son at that point was just a few months old, like I hadn't had any of those experiences. It was yeah. just, just even having a son to like look forward to and like realize like, oh man, like, yeah, we have a whole, you know, lifetime essentially. Like uh, we, we, we have a long time ahead of us, uh, hopefully where we're going to be able to like grow and connect in ways that, and that's what was ultimately the most beautiful thing in that game was like at the end, like them kind of, you know, coming together in, 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 in a way and, um, finally making some of those connections and stuff. And it just yeah. got me. I was like, Oh man, I, like, I haven't necessarily experienced these things with my son, but just like that. Um, yeah, I don't know the excitement of that and like the hope for that. And yeah, it really gets you yeah. <laughs> for like, I'm, I, I know it got people without kids as well. Like it was like an emotional ride for, for everyone, but, yeah. but it's it so much was, more impactful when you do have kids though. Yeah. It was like, you holy can, cow. You, like I, yeah. yeah. You're already feeling those emotions already. <laughs> Same thing with like Last of Us. I think that's why it got me too. Like the first like ten minutes of that game, you know, like I was heck of crying. Oh yeah, no, the way that time. game was like, are you kidding me Jeez. right now? Like that's how we're starting a game here. <laughs> like okay, okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, God of War definitely, probably. I mean, in, oh yeah, go ahead. It's definitely one of my favorite games of the last decade too. Okay. Uh, what I was just going to say too is, I mean, obviously I just talked about the emotional impact of it on my life, but man, that axe feels so freaking good to throw around yep. and all hack the chains, stuff in. All of it. The chains, like, yeah. So the gameplay was like amazing. I loved the whole single cam thing they did. There's no cuts in the game. I mean, unless you die. Yeah. But there's no, like from start to finish, the camera follows you through the entire mission. Like there's no loading screens. Like yeah. that's insane to me. Yeah. That it never cuts to a loading screen. You, you can feel it loading <clears throat> in points. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, when you but, go on like the portal thing and you're like, okay. Like, I know for a fact it's just a fancy load screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, so beautifully shot. Like even the cinematography in cutscenes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, man, this thing is a freaking masterpiece. Like it deserves a 10 out of 10 that uh, it got and yeah. game of the war, uh, game of the year and everything because it, yeah. It was beautiful. Gameplay was amazing, and just the emotional impact of it. Corey Barlog, man, he's a man. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. He's a crazy dude. He's a but cool he's, guy. He's really cool. What I think is awesome, which is interesting, is like I feel like the first three God of Wars were almost like the <laughs> hormonal teenager yes, going through exactly. life. You know, it's like <laughs> I just want violence and nudity. <laughs> Yeah, yes. give it to the adrenaline. And then like God of War. It's like when you're in high school and yeah, yeah. super in the metal, like death metal. Yeah. So yeah, like this is so cool. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then God of War comes out and you're like, yeah, no, I'm actually into like, you know, folk music. You know, yeah. I want to have a kid and kind of settle down, take life a little more seriously, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. Give me some Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez, so. the Lumineers. That's my jam right now. Lumineers? I've been me some Lumineers lately. Bro, after the show, I will hook you up with some of the 
best folk music. I love folk. Okay. There we go. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Alrighty, guys. Well, I need to uh, get me some good folk music here, so let's get going. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Um, it really means the world to us. Um, even though JJ's not here, rest in peace. Uh, just know that he, you know, he's he, not dead. He, he, he still appreciates all your listens, all your views on YouTube. And um, prayers, apparently, because he's dead. <laughs> God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you could, uh, please go over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us over there. That would mean the world. Um, reviews there are what helps us get found. Uh, unfortunately, Apple has a freaking monopoly on podcast, and so in order to get found anywhere you really need a, a lot of downloads and a lot of reviews there. So if you can go over there, even if you don't use the app. Five seconds. Take five it's, seconds to open it, search for us, hit five stars, type in a little review if you want. That only be, if you like the show. If you don't like the show, don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Save some trouble. Don't this. even worry about uh, it. If you're watching on YouTube, a thumbs up always helps because um, I noticed that we'll get like 20 views or 25 views on a video, but only like six or seven thumbs up. So everyone who watches, please hit that thumbs up. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe, and that way you'll get notifications when we go, uh, when we put up new videos, uh, so you know right away that you uh, you have a cool new podcast to listen to and watch. Um, we're on Patreon, like I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us. That helps us as well. Um, I mentioned on earlier shows, but uh, that's how we, because uh, games and movies are very expensive, and that helps us buy movie tickets whenever we do like big movie reviews for, we haven't done one in a while, but hasn't really been anything major that's stood out to us um, other than Joker. Joker was the last one. Boy, I haven't watched it yet. That was a heavy duty movie. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, or games, you know, that's how we purchase some of our games. You know, we can purchase so much, but uh, games are <laughs> freaking expensive. So your help also helps us purchase those games so in, uh, we can come back and give you guys awesome reviews, impressions, uh, and hot takes, hot takes on all the the cool new games coming out. We want to be able to give you the freshest content. Um, old stuff is cool too. You know, I'm playing Horizon right now, but obviously playing the new stuff uh, and talking about that helps keep us more relevant to large portion of the viewer base. Supergameboys.com/store. If you go over there, you can get sweet mugs like this one. You can get an awesome sticker like that one over there. Um, and, uh, we also have some cool t-shirts. Um, I don't know of anyone who's purchased the t-shirts. Uh, I'm actually tempted to do it cause I'm running out of shirts to wear on the show. Uh, so far I've not wore a duplicate shirt on our show. Wow. I've worn a different shirt every, since we've done, started doing video. That is a lot of shirts. So I don't know if anyone has meant, has noticed, but, uh, <laughs> since we have to go no shirts, <laughs> since, <laughs> since we've, uh, started doing, uh, yeah, video, I've, I'm like, I will not repeat a shirt. So I've been wearing a different shirt every, every week. <laughs> you subscribe to Loot Crate, you'll get one. So that means I just need to, yeah, start buying my own shirts to subscribe to Loot Crate. That way I don't ever run out of shirts to wear on the podcast. Um, you can also find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram. We're at supergamerboys. Facebook.com slash SuperGamerBoys. Um, I'm on Twitter at G Morlang, and Zetch is over on Twitter. At Zetch Keenan, Z-E-C-H-K-E-N-A-N. Go over there for all the hot takes. You know, he's That's his middle name, Zetch Hot Keenan, or Hot Keenan, <laughs> Hot Take Keenan. Thanks. <laughs> he's also Hot Keenan. I've only been able to, to call that by my wife. To some people, you know. <laughs> um, thank you so much to Star Andrews for her logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing. Uh, ground floor graphics, sorry. That was the old. Wow, uh, you're really into my clothes, aren't you? Ground floor graphics and then facebook.com slash ground floor graphics. 
there's another one in the books. We survived it. Um, unlike JJ, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> this maybe. is getting dark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, on behalf of both of us, we'll catch y'all on the flippity flop. <laughs>